This is the Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast. This is our 15-minute short. Um, we were going to talk about absolute nonsense, but um, Brody Smith, surprise, surprise, <laughs> is um, tweeting up some storms here. He is actually, um, I guess, causing some controversy. Uh, we won't mention the individual that's having his little tweet war with him, but um, basically uh, Brody Smith screenshotted and screenshot and um, shotted. Um, oh man, my mind went in so many different directions on that one. <laughs> so yeah, he took a screenshot of Ella Hansen's tweet about LVC this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it was deleted and I think rightfully so. I think she might've tweeted in anger um, or in negligence. Yeah, well, I don't, don't even know. know if it's negligence because I, I think it's it's impulse, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if she would stand behind this at this point, but this is what the tweet says. This weekend was a lot of fun, but it did remind me how much I dislike being a gallery, being in the gallery exclusively because inebriated AMs love yelling their uneducated opinions about what the pros are choosing to do. Wait, she said being in the gallery? She so like, said, yeah, and I'm quoting it here. So this weekend was a lot of fun, yeah. but it did remind me how much I dislike being in the gallery exclusively because, because inebriated AMS, capital A-M-S, inebriated AMS, love yelling their very uneducated opinion about what the pros are choosing to do. Okay, so did she, I'm curious if like she got done with her round because I think – I don't know how far back, what card she was on, like chose to go watch the rest of the. Yeah, I mean, she she finished really well. Like yeah. she, she did very good. Uh, yeah. um, I want to say she was what like six, yeah, sixth. So she okay, did, she only really moved up. So she was probably on chase card. Yeah, she. Yeah. I think she was on chase card. Yeah. Um, so, so she makes that and she calls out AMs specifically, right? Drunk AMs or AMs right. being drunk, making the assumption mm-hmm. that just because someone has an opinion about how or someone shot that they're inebriated. Right. I think too, I mean, unless they're, so I'm, I'm not sure. Did you, are you, as a player, are you allowed to use your player badge as a spectator badge or do you have yes. to have a, okay. So they had to show these badges on the course, not just because, mm-hmm. okay. That, I mean, then she rightfully can call out, Amateur players, and it's not just somebody with a spectator badge. You know, well, if, maybe, but yeah. I think I think you are making a very a huge umbrella statement right. by saying that only inebriated AMs love yelling their very, and not only exclusively inebriated AMs love yelling, and this is her words: exclusively inebriated AMs. Love yelling their uneducated opinions about what the pros are choosing to do. So I take exception to this because why is it uneducated? Right. You don't know the background of who these players are. Mm -hmm. And why are you inebriated? Why is it the assumption that they're inebriated? Were they holding a cup? Were, I mean, there's. Yeah, what's the evidence? Yeah, we. we, Yeah. So I think there's a lot of shade being thrown there for no Mm -hmm. reason whatsoever. And she says, and this is a reply to another, you know, a retweet or a quote or a question or whatever it is. Um, the what was she was quoting was 
the backhand dominant player should not be throwing a forehand upshot just because you, capital letters, Y-O-U, would do it. There's a reason they're on the pro tour and you're not. So basically, I'm better than you. Shut up. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think maybe this is frustration tweets, and they happen all the time. Yeah. Brody Smith is <laughs> screenshotting a frustration tweet and posting it. And I think on his end, like, grow up a bit because how many times has he done that? Mm. Where he's said something, deletes it, yeah, you know, walks away from it, or immediately tweets. And I mean, they even make fun of him on foundation for it. Right. Like, tweets something and thinks it sounds awesome, but then you're like, dude, dick move, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to get back to Ella, like, I, I you know, I, it doesn't take away from who she is as a player. Mm. Doesn't take away from who I think she is as a person. Like I'm super excited she's on tour. I'm excited. I'm just super excited to see what she's doing. Like I think she's going to make an impact this year. I think we said that just yeah. on the last podcast Monday. Um, but man, to really like get out and call these out now, she has since deleted these. Yep. So it's not that big of a deal. Well, it is a big enough deal that we can talk about it. Um, but man, it is making some waves right now in Twitter in the Twitterverse. Um, so how do you feel about it? Um, I mean, like you said, frustration. And I think as a pro, you don't want to alienate your fans at all. Mm -hmm. Like you always want to have fans on your side. Right. Um, And it kind of goes back to the, we talked about the Natalie Ryan tweet on the last pod or a post on the last podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's always funny to me, because like you said, we don't know like the history of the AM players or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everybody, you know, you sit down and watch a football game. You're always like a Monday morning quarterback, you know, you the like armchair look, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just go back and you're like, oh, yeah, they should have done this. They should have done that. You talk mm-hmm. about that stuff amongst other people. Yeah. Maybe don't yell it out, you know, <laughs> like on the course, like, hey, you should have thrown this. Yeah. Like, that's that's heckling. Like you don't need to, yeah. you know. But um, I know it's like at, and I get the, I'm I'm a pro, I I know the situation I'm in. Like yes, you you are, you know, we, you're allowed to be judged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, take that take that criticism with a grain of salt because yeah, we are, I guess you know, not as. We're not pros. Right. Yeah. But in the the same regard, in disc golf, you know how you can be a pro? Pay 25 more dollars. Yeah. I mean, like... Just go play the... Play open. Right. (laughs) So I'm not invalidating her play and how good she is Mm -hmm. because she's awesome. Yeah. Especially for someone that is fresh out of... um, she played ultimate. Yeah, ultimate. Like, and just picked the sport up. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, excels at it. She's phenomenal. But to call someone out just because you carry a pro card and he doesn't, or you carry a tour card and they don't, like, not okay. No. Not okay at all. Um, because some of the best coaches to have ever coached in certain games were never players. True. 
And, you know? Yeah. So how are you to make a judgment on the education level and the expertise of? Now, it's a different story if she said, hey, I just started playing that. Let's not even validate it. I don't like throwing forehands. I'd rather mm -hmm. throw a backhand. Boom, done. Great. Yeah. Awesome. But to call that person out because they had an opinion on what shot you should throw, because it probably was a forehand shot. That was probably would have been better. Yeah. Because there's slope of hills. There's all those things that, and I don't know what shot she's talking about. I don't know any of that stuff. But I want to point back to the one of the episodes we had recently. I don't remember which one it was. About Happy Gilmore. Yeah. When we compared the sport. Like, yeah, that was like two episodes ago. Okay. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so somewhere in there. It's in the archives. Yep. <laughs> um, but we talk about our sport should be less like golf, more like Happy Gilmore's golf. Mm -hmm. Because we parallel golf in a lot of different ways. You know, and Jordan and I had a, man, I mentioned him a lot on this podcast, but um, Jordan and I had a pretty good debate while I was in, when we were LVC. And it was the debate about par. Mm, like, okay. who cares? So we were talking about the changes in LVC yeah. of moving that 888-footer to a par 4 rather than a par 5 because it was the easiest hole on, par, on the Pro Tour last year. Mm -hmm. It averaged almost a stroke under par, and there was quite a few eagles. And in my humble opinion, I'm looking at it going, so? It's a number. Yeah. Who cares? If you call it an eagle, an albatross, a condor doesn't matter you still got a four yeah. or a three mm -hmm. and i think you know when we look at this type of stuff we try to compare it so much to golf well it does matter no it doesn't you set a course par of 61 who cares how you get there yeah you know whether it's a bogeys birdies whatever it may be now entertainment value things like that we can talk about that a lot we're not going to well unless you want to but i'm not going to bring that up because yes there's a certain entertainment value to saying that i got the albatross the phylobatross yeah so um think understanding that crowds are here to stay because the tour needs them to pay their bills yep so get thicker skin <laughs> i think that's another episode we yeah, had you don't want to it's you don't want to have be playing in front of nobody what fun is that right right but that's how she started yeah was playing well, in front of nobody right that's true and even you know as the sport and covid rules have changed and we're allowing people to you know last year it was like oh phase one phase two phase mm -hmm. you know letting mm -hmm. certain people in it's more fun to be around people and have crowds like mm -hmm. you know do you not want to see your fans at tours supporting you like that's the crazy thing to me. It's like, yeah, I just I don't understand getting mad at people for yeah. showing up wanting to be there. And this may be an uneducated amateur point of view that I'm about to say, but the game that she came from is a very supportive sport mm. in Ultimate Frisbee. It's a very like kumbaya hands in the middle yeah. let's tell everybody how good and awesome they are whether they are or aren't that's that's how that game rolls and you know playing in college you would do you know the circle i forgot what they call it peace circle or something like yeah, that yeah i remember brody has brought i've listened to brody bring it up here and there okay after games. so he you've you've heard that then. yeah okay yeah so yeah at the end of games and ultimate so in college we played intramurals but they still follow the same mm -hmm. things like they also encourage fans to be 
supportive and encouraging and all that stuff. Okay. So it, it's it's kind of faux pas to call people out like you're garbage, you suck. You know, this is not hockey games. Yeah. So I think sh- the mentality there is I'm not used to this. Mm. This type of stress and anxiety coming from an auxiliary person on the sideline is not something that she's used to yet. Sure. Um, so I think that might be some of where her anxiety comes. But now you look at it, and for any player, I'm, I'm going to stop calling out Ella at this point. Um, for any player, I think disc golfers just have to get more and more used to that being the case. Yeah. Start thinking of it like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's what's going to happen. Because we also had a discussion whether we should talk about whether alcohol is good for the game or not. Mm. And in my humble opinion, I think it's awesome. You know, for crowds. Because it's more sales. It gets people more engaged. Um, And for disc golfers and casual disc golfers, that's part of the game. Yeah. I mean, there's there's bag companies out there, multiple bag companies out there. Not coolers in their bags. Coolers in their bags. Or are making coolers in general. Right. Like... um, why can't I think uh, Nate Sexton sponsored by him? Pound. Oh. Pound has a whole nother offshoot now that is simply coolers. Oh, really? Soft side coolers. Okay. You know, so <laughs> like wine chillers and beer bottles yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, they that they have a whole offshoot just of those things. Right. So to say that it is not ingrained in our sport, like that's crazy. Yeah. Like, and so to call them out, like you're inebriated, all that stuff, you're gonna have to get used to it. Yeah. Or pick another sport. Right. You know, I mean, if if this is your soapbox or your line in the sand or your like got to get over it mm-hmm. you got to get over it because i not only do i think it's good for the sport i think it's going to stay in the sport yeah so i don't think it's in the sport i think it's going to be in the crowds of the sport yeah ex- yeah exactly so um what was i gonna think of so like any so when we went to um sorry i think silver cup uh-huh. you know like the I think they were selling food and things. They weren't selling alcohol, but you were allowed to like carry in your own stuff, yep. you know, if you wanted to. So obviously people were, I don't think you could carry it with you maybe right. when you were, I well, don't know what the situation was. And I think though, yeah, those are, I think that Silver Creek, I think that's a law by the county yeah. of Manitowoc right. that, and in Wisconsin, there's open carry laws, yep. things like that. Yeah. And if you didn't buy the permit for the temporary sales of alcohol and beer, you know, so I think there's a business factor on that side. Yeah. But LBC is slightly different because they it's a private course and they're right. allowed to sell that mm-hmm. there. And I think the same thing happened at Country Club too. Like Jordan and I were going to get something to eat and they had alcohol for sale in their clubhouse mm-hmm. at the time. But um, yeah. And, you know, I've played tournament you know like there's unsanctioned tournaments for alcohol <laughs> like you know i big freeze guys were out there with their sleds they had their <laughs> they had their sleds with their bags and their you know case of beer with exactly. her or whatever you know carrying so yeah i mean i will bring a coarse beverage out you mm-hmm. know probably mm-hmm. you know one finish it by like whole nine or something so i'm not at least you know hopefully sober <laughs> like i'm not totally inebriated or anything but yeah 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 it's just Casual rounds, I have no problem with anybody doing anything. Well, or and I, that's the grassroots of the sport. Yeah, is fun partaking in a <laughs> beverage and playing disc golf, mm-hmm. hucking plastic, BSing with your buddies. That's the that's the grassroots of this sport. 
that's what people do. Yeah. Um, I think it's becoming starting to become less and less. I think people are taking the game a bit more serious. I think the crowd that's taking the game a bit more serious is getting larger and larger. Mm -hmm. And that party crowd, you know, because we always, every couple of years, you always hear that it's bad for the sport or, I mean, maybe even every year, maybe a couple times every year, rather, I should probably back that up. A couple times every year, you always hear it's bad for the sport. Mm -hmm. We don't need the hippie vibe anymore. We don't want the pothead vibe. We don't want, and as much as I agree with that, you're not going to get rid of it. So how do you encourage it responsibly and legally? And how can you, how can you help the sport and help the individuals profit or yeah, profit from it? You know, and I think that's some of the discussions that we should have. So, you know, talking with like about this thing that we talked about with this tweet and I said, I wouldn't call Ella anymore, but you know, that tweet with Brody and Ella, like, I think we got to develop thicker skin in the sport, especially yeah. our pros. If mm -hmm. this is what's bothering them because it's only going to get worse from here. You know, LVC is probably going to be the lowest turnout you see for galleries because it's such a large tournament and the galleries are playing at the same time mm -hmm. as a pro tour. So yeah. the galleries are only getting larger from here. I, I assume, you know, and then when you compare it to other holes, like you brought up the eight holes, yeah, you know, like talk about rowdy yeah, and making some choices and calling out shots and like, they're crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You have any last thoughts on it or? Um, yeah. I mean, what's going to happen if all of a sudden, a couple of years from now, we have a beer, or, you know, hard alcohol sponsor. It's going to be at the tours. You know, it's going to be even more prominent probably. Right. So it's just something you got to embrace. Yeah. At, you know, accept what you, you as a player, you have no control over it. You just have to accept that that's what's gonna right. happen. I mean, and if what do you do? I mean, you can probably talk to Jeff Spring or something about you know people or you know out course marshal or something. If there's one out, you know, right. just bring their attention to it. But I don't think it's gonna affect much. No, I, I don't either. And I think when you when you point out a problem like that if you are the one pointing it out and when i say the i mean i'm using the very specifically mm -hmm. if you're just the only one pointing that out it's not a problem you're the problem right um and that's with everything you know i mean <laughs> i think we've joked about this before but if someone is describing someone that is in a group and you're like oh i don't know anybody that like that in my group you're that person right you got to understand that like if someone's describing like this uptight, you know, person and blah, 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 or even like the super fun, energetic, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, we don't have anyone like that in our group. Like you're that person guaranteed. <laughs> you're that person. if you don't recognize it. Um, so, you know, in this regard, it's the same thing. Like if you can't recognize that you're that person, I, there's nothing anybody can do about it, but you, you hopefully can recognize that nobody should make that the enjoyment of the spectators any less just because you have a problem with that. Someone mm -hmm. had a question or someone had a problem with the shot you threw. Like you, you think people don't look at Simon and I'm going to say this because I hear it all the time. You think people don't look at Simon and go, why doesn't he just throw it down the middle? Right. Like, why is he going up there? What, where's the shot? You know, we love seeing it mm -hmm. or like an Eagle hole two. Oh yeah. Throws it up over the, yeah. He throws a huge spike hyzer with the slice. Yeah. Why? 
because if he can't. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But do you think he gets pissed off when people say stuff like that? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But my assumption is no. Right. Because he keeps doing it. And he can back it up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that, yeah. So, um, and not saying Ella can't back it up. Like, no. But. But I think if once she makes a more prominent name for herself on tour, people won't question her as much. Yeah. Potentially yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, oh, that was a bad break. Right. You know, or like Gannon Burr where he's getting a lot of support. Like, oh, it wasn't a bad shot. It was a bad hole. Mm-hmm. For LVC, no, it was a bad shot. Yeah. Just barely. Yeah. You know, I mean, good shot on any other green. Yeah. Great shot on any other green. On that green, yeah. it wasn't a good shot. Right. You know, but get thicker skin. Understand that this is the progression of the sport, and it's only good for the sport. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fans are the people supporting you on tour. They're supporting the tour, mm-hmm. buying your discs, buying whatever to get you out there yeah just get used to it <laughs> right right and I, I love a brace of personalities i mean i think that's awesome she can continue to do that mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's awesome like i said i'm not i'm not throwing any shade on her for saying that she's wrong or she doesn't have the ability or the right to do that yeah i, I don't just don't dis, i just don't agree with her yeah. you know and i'll say the same thing about nico i'll say the same thing about drew i say the same stuff about brody you know but they have the right to say it. Like, good, go for you, you know? Yeah. And if it's a changeable action, then let's go for it. Let's get it changed. But for something like this, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Because I think you're going to cause more more damage than not mm-hmm. in it, in my in my humble opinion. So, um, all right. So we went a little over. Where can they find you? OneNight.Owl on Instagram. All right. And then we are at... Door underscore disc underscore golf on Instagram and door disc on TikTok and door disc golf store on Facebook and www.doordisc.com. And keep in mind, we are a disc golf answer man podcast. So get on over and check them out. Subscribe, get on their YouTube channel because they need another like 250 people. Yeah. They're going to give away a combat ranger. Combat ranger. Yeah. Yep. So jump on over there and, uh, when they go live every Monday night, seven o'clock usually mm-hmm. or six o'clock, I don't know. It's seven central, yeah. somewhere in that somewhere, time yep. range. Um, jump on there, like, subscribe, share it, so they get to that thousand, and then you have a chance to win that uh, Combat Ranger. So outside of that, have a good day. Keep us up par. Peace. Peace.